TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at Tab that comes in and helps me out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. Usually the first hour is a little easier than the second. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Getting on to some people's concerns. Uh, we always talk about technology news. And I found this kind of interesting. As we know, Tesla Model 3 has been plagued with production issues. And there's a company called Bernstein & Company. They're, they're analysts of the uh, auto industry. And one of their key factors of why Tesla's having so much trouble is that they've over-automated. And uh, that's what's causing a lot of their production problems. When I say over-automated, uh, it's pretty common for auto manufacturers to use robots to actually, you know, spray and and do some of the uh, assembly of a of a automobile, and you've, we've all seen the arms doing all their things. But what the boys at Tesla did was they decided to also automate final assembly. Now the thing about automation, and I've been doing this for twenty eight years at Tab, <clears throat> and we learned a lot over the years because we uh, also wrote custom software <clears throat> for our customers. And uh, one of the things you have to be aware of when you're dealing with any kind of automation is your actual process, the old-fashioned way, the manual way you were doing it, really has to be working before you can automate it. You can't automate something first without knowing how the process works. So the Japanese have realized that over-automation in final assembly, what, what they actually try to do is limit that because, A, they are telling you that automation is expensive and it is statistically inversely correlated to quality. So what they would like to do, what they do in the Japanese market is they they uh, make sure that you're not automating a process that's going to bake in the problem all the time. And uh, in the case of Tesla, they, they think that the fact that he's purchased twice as many of these Kula robots as most uh, other automated uh, other uh, automobile manufacturers is part of his problem. And the same thing with software. If you're trying to automate something in your office or some process in your business, if it doesn't work properly manually, you really can't go ahead and turn it into automation. And uh, you know, robots, building robots is uh, or building machines is is something that even C3PO had a comment about. Or <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> we try these things. I don't know. Machines making machines. How perverse. Oh. Yeah, shut me down, as he says. Um, you know, it, it, we try to do everything with, with uh, robots. We had Flippy the robot, right, talking about the, the burger flipping robot. 
that was too fast for the assemblers of the uh, hamburgers. You know, he'd flip them and get them all cooked up, and then the, the people couldn't get up and catch up with it. Same thing here with Tesla's Model 3. They're, they they could be baking in um, problems with quality uh, with, the, with the Tesla Model 3, and that could be why they're not able to produce as many cars as they hope to be producing by now. Uh, they're woefully behind and heavily in debt as a company. Um, so good luck to Tesla, but uh, that's part of the problem, they say, that's going on over there at Tesla. Another robotics news, I have to bring this up. Because we started this show 22, 23 years ago, and I think back then, uh, FIRST, uh, which happens to do the uh, robotics competitions for the high schools, uh, was just starting out. And uh, they've got their big New England District Hartford event today, uh, starting today, and it goes, I think, through April 8th. Um, so you can you can check it out. It's free to the public from what I heard. Uh, I think Ray Dunaway or... Uh, uh, who was on this? Uh, Joe. Joe D'Ambrosio was talking to uh, the folks over at First this week. And uh, you guys got to check it out. You know, these are kids building machines so that they can either chuck a Frisbee or chuck a – it's always different every year, whatever they're doing as far as this game. And uh, in Southington, my hometown, the Cyber Knights always kick butt. So good luck to those of you. They're kind of like the UConn women's basketball team of robotics. Uh, they are always crushing the competition, so I hope – I wish them the best – during this competition, and uh, if you want to see what's going on with the future geeks of tomorrow, go ahead and check out the, the competition there in Hartford. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. Anything you want to bring up, Bob? Yeah. What do you got? How'd you like to go on vacation? They're building a new hotel that's going to launch next year. Construction's going to start next year. Yeah. In space. A space hotel. Yeah, what space could go wrong? Hotel. So you can vacation like the Jetsons at this luxury space hotel. I think the Jetsons were still on the planet. They weren't in the well, space. Well, they did, but they had this thing that shot them up above the clouds, so they didn't have to deal with cloudy weather, snow mm, gotcha. things like that. All right. Of course, I never understood how the wind never affected those things. <laughs> That's a cartoon. <laughs> so wait a minute now. So you're saying that there's there's some company who is putting together a space hotel. That's correct. But who is it backed by? It's the Aurora Station. Could uh, could tour you around low Earth orbit as soon as 2022. Really? Yes. What does a week cost? Uh, 14 days. 14 days, okay. Okay. You got to do three months of training. Okay, sure. Okay. You got to get your stamina up for this right. vacation. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, actually a 12-day astronaut and training experience, 200 miles above the Earth. Fun. Okay. All right. All right. Now. This is a vacation, huh? This is a vacation. Okay. Yeah. Um, that does include uh, the launch and towel service. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Wait, wait, wait. They listed the launch and towel service as included. That's always good to well, have yeah, towel well, service. Well, they got to get you up there. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, how can you go on vacation? That's like uh, getting a, a, a resort uh Package and then not including the airfare. Yeah, I hear you. Man. So you know, and towel service. To yeah, very important. <laughs> you don't want stinky towels. I mean, that's well, just and, the worst. And it's millions less than other uh, tourist jaunts into space. Uh, a trip aboard one of the rockets to the International Space Station now runs more than forty million dollars. Wow! So this is nine and a half million dollars. I mean, it's a bargain. Nine and a half million for nine fourteen million days. Dollars. The uh, and it includes towel service. Construction of the Aurora Station will begin next year in Houston. <laughs> Munger says, although awesome. not at NASA, because this is a private venture. Yeah, the hotel will basically be a cylinder that fits inside a rocket and can accommodate up to four guests at a time, plus two crew members. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. And uh, the passenger should get a. Uh, it'll be able to take care of it because it 
case of zero G uh, uh, zero G germs, they calling it. What? Well, there's just something called zero G germs. You can study on it. Hold on. Wait, wait they're going to take the part. Wait, they're going to take care of your getting zero G germs. I like yes, that. So prevent you from getting zero okay. G germs. Okay. Okay. The Aurora station <laughs> will complete an orbit every ninety minutes, uh-huh. meaning guests will see day and night over uh, day and night over Earth. Hundreds of times. Oh, like a strobe light. That's always fun. Yeah, when they're not posting Instagram shots via <laughs> high-speed wireless internet. Oh, great. They can also enjoy... You're vir- supposed to disconnect on in the, on a vacation. What but are you the, doing that for? But they can also enjoy a virtual al- reality experience on the holodeck, which they're creating to uh, imitate what they had on Star Trek. Yeah, but they're floating around, so the only thing they could really virtualize would be being a helium balloon. <laughs> for nine million dollars all right visitors must complete a mandatory three-month training mm-hmm. much of it online sure to learn the basics of space flight orbital mechanics and pressurized environments lovely then they'll board aurora for an experience that's like space camp <laughs> but many many pennies pricier yeah i don't know those eager for an Aurora Station vacation, yeah. can make a fully refundable eighty thousand dollar deposit yeah. online now. It's all the, it's the Tesla <laughs> approach. Give us the deposit now, we'll build it later. Yeah, be the first in your neighborhood <laughs> on your street. <laughs> Not my idea of a vacation, Bob. My idea of a vacation is a beach and a Corona. Well, they have pictures, so you okay, know, the pictures are cool. All right, that's great. <laughs> In other news, H-1B visas for foreign-born tech workers is now closed just five days after it opened. The window to apply closes for highly skilled workers hoping to come to the U.S. Tech companies in the U.S. that employ highly skilled foreign citizens won't be able to hire anymore until 2019. Um, I'm, I'm happy about that, frankly, because we should be hiring American uh, highly skilled workers. And uh, this H-1B visa issue is a big problem. Um, as far well, as the, we have, if you, I've got friends who's got who have kids going to college, trying to become tech people, and they got to compete with these foreign workers well, that are, a, that are coming people, in as indentured servants to the companies that enslave a, them. A lot of Americans getting out of computer science programs out of our colleges that can't find work, and they got to bring in H one B visa people. Mm-hmm. And how how is it that they these H one B visa people are so lucky? I know. To be able to get an H-1B visa in the first place. Well, a lot of it is institutional. It's designed so you get these big companies that aggregate these folks coming in, and then you're stuck. You have to work for these companies. You can't work anywhere else, so you become an indentured servant to the company that brought you in. It's, it's a big mess. And uh, I hope they do reform it and pretty much say, if you're going to be coming in on an H-1B visa, you need to be making six figures or better because obviously you can't find an American that wants to do that job or find a, a skilled worker to do that job. Uh, rather than what they're doing is, is bringing them in for less, and then the American workers are training their replacements and getting kicked out of Disney or getting kicked out of the University of California. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, it's it's uh, really sick, and it has to be corrected. And it looks like it is getting a little bit corrected. I have no problem you know problem with folks coming in on, uh, on and competing with Americans. Fine, it's great. But the if, if you can't find the skilled jobs, fine. But if it's if it's for a cheaper price. Well, the, the part of that article that really bothered me that I wasn't aware of is, yeah. first of all, there's a quota. Right. Okay? And then you're talking about how they aggregate these, but that quota was able to be reached in five days. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big quota, too. It was like, was it 50,000 or something like that? 85,000? It was ridiculous. And then and then they're selected by some some random computer. Right. A lottery. Thing, you yeah. know, which I find hard to believe since- 
Disney was able to find all sorts of people to come in and, and replace so their American workers. Their American workers, that's right. right. And then they forced their American workers to train, to them. train them. Yeah. So, so let's see what happens with this. They have to do some a lot more reform on H1B visas. Um, just again, you're spending 50, 60 grand on these great guys who are over in Hartford right now competing for robotics, right? Be- to become geeks, only to have them com- competing against folks from other countries for jobs that are g- they're going to get paid less for. Oh. It's, it's yeah. not, so they'll, not they'll a good system. Flip, <laughs> then they'll end up flipping burgers at McTonald's. Oh, well, wait. They can repair the Flippy. <laughs> they can work on repairing Flippy. That's, that'll be a good job. Repairing Flippy the robot will be a good job, but. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, Bob. So we'll put a link up here. You can take a look at this. It's pretty interesting. What else you got, Bob? Uh, Elon Musk wants you to watch this movie about the dangers of AI. Okay. Yeah, and they have a uh, picture in the article of uh, the Terminator. Oh boy, yeah. So <laughs> what, is it on Netflix or something? No, 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 no. It's on a uh, regular link. That if you go to this, uh, we'll compu- put the link. Go to Computer Talk with Tab. Yeah. You can click on the link. Yeah. Okay. And it's a. Uh, do you trust this computer? It's a documentary that deals with the potential consequences of artificial intelligence, and it will be available online for free until mm. Sunday night. So you want to act quickly. Oh. And I uh, went to and I clicked on the link, and, and it started. It's in like an hour and 38 minutes. Yeah. But, but after a, Sunday, it's going to cost you? Right, because okay. this is being funded right now for free. It's being paid for by Elon Musk. Oh. He wants us to be enlightened. All right. That's so. cool. You right. know, I think that is probably worth uh, take a look at it. Maybe at least a few minutes of my time. Yeah. Well, well, Elon is afraid of AI. He said it many times. He's afraid well, of yeah, artificial intelligence because he said that uh, uh, SpaceX and Tesla founder has been has long been a vocal opponent of artificial intelligence. In the past, Musk has suggested that AI competition between countries such as China and Russia could lead to World War III. Mm. Great. Jeez, oh, we got. Politics with China and Russia right All now. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't have anything to do with AI. <laughs> well, we'll put this out here for you. You can take a look at it. And Elon thinks it's important, so you may as well take a peek. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. We got three lines all filled up and one line open for you 800 966 WTIC, 522 WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And you guys listen to me. The lines are filling up this morning early rather than usually later. <laughs> we can't get to all your calls. So thanks for getting on early. You're going to go right to uh, Paul in Litchfield first. Hey, Paul, what's up? Good morning. Morning. Um, talk about first. Yeah. I I should be in Hartford, actually. I'm a judge for, for first. I'm a volunteer judge. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not feeling well today, so I'm oh. for sure they didn't go. Yeah, um, I'm familiar with the Cyber Knights. They're they're an excellent program. Yeah, been a long time, but uh, it, it the, the idea behind this is to get people interested in STEM. I know. If you can't go to the competition, mm-hmm. this is technology driven. Yep. You can go to a website. Uh, of course, you can watch it online. Yeah. So I, I will. I will tell you. I mean, it, they do a very good job. But you know the this isn't ESPN. No. But uh, at any rate, so if someone's interested in checking it out, it's www.twitch.tv okay. forward slash N-E first underscore red, R-E-D. And that will take you to the, get to the site. 
uh, they are up and live. The first match has already been, uh, you know, played and won. Uh, they have commercials that explain how the game has worked. This year's game is called First Power Up. All right. For all of you techno geeks, anybody remember 8-bit games? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what this is based on. Okay. You are trapped in an 8-bit game. Okay. Okay, so it's re- it's, it's really cool. Um, it's, and this this happens to be the high school version. It's it's called the F um, FRC First Robotics Competition. Right. But this actually starts down at down in uh, kindergarten, first grade, depending on the school system. Yeah. Uh, they, they start with Legos and everything else. Uh, they get into Lego, Lego uh, animatronics, mm-hmm. and you just work up. And the main thing is that when you get to the high school level, you've got kids that are programming robots. There's a section of the competition called autonomous. Yep. Uh, it's a 10 second period. And um, the kids program it to try and perform, you know, something in the game to earn them points. Yeah. So you know, it gets it gets it gets very technical for the kids. And no, you don't have to be a science geek to do this. Well, I would um, always contend too, Paul, and I've said this a lot on my show that STEM is great, but Steam is better. And uh, it's it's if you think about the you know folks that think outside the box because I know plenty of geeks obviously and they they can be they tend to be a lot of times one dimensional, and when you bring in the arts into this idea too, you get the the folks who think out of the box. I really think you could improve the whole thing by uh, encouraging some of the uh, folks who are in the performing arts to get involved with this technology and and how it goes together. It, it seems to be it's a it's a geeks or not geeks type of thing. And uh, I, I think that if, if folks talk more about STEAM rather than STEM, you would find uh, maybe a, a more effective approach to some of this stuff. Because, uh, I, again, I know a lot of geeks, and they, they tend to not be in the arts at all. And it's, it's too bad because they, they are very sometimes very myopic when it comes to how they look at the world. Or the artsy folks look at things a whole lot differently. Um, what do you think about that? You've been doing this a long time. Yes, I have. And... One thing I've noticed, and this does apply to Cyber Knights, <clears throat> is that the more successful teams do involve kids. I mean, it's not about you have to build a robot and, you know, you have to know how to uh, use use CAD and all this. I mean, this gets really into it. You know, you don't have to build a robot. There are, there are teams um, that have people whose main job it is, is to run their website. There you go. And, and, and you know, and then you have – and then, of course, now, now we get into, you know, videotaping what's going on during build season, what's going on in the competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these teams in the Cybernetics, again, are, are, are very uh, good at this, are involved in the community. Yep. If you live in Southington and you've never heard of the Cybernetics, you need to get out from under your rock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they are out in the community. They they attend various events. Yep. Um, I believe, I'm, I'm reasonably certain they participate in every single parade that ever runs down a street in Southington oh, yeah. with some of their robots. They do public demonstrations where <clears throat> you can actually try out, you know, they will teach you how to make the robot do basic moves. Yep, yep. Um, and also understand the robot you're playing with is probably valued at about five or $6,000. Right, yeah. Um, Very cool. Yeah, so the more successful teams are reaching out to other members of the community in their schools, you know, finding kids that want to be graphic designers, want to be videographers, want to go to work for ESPN eventually and film, you know, the women's final four or something. There you go. But, but you know, so it, it's a great program. Uh, it's been in existence for 20 years. Yep. Uh, the guy that found it is, is named Dean Kamen. Oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, he, he, uh, he created the, uh, the Segway. 
Yes, please don't say that. He's not proud of that. <laughs> he, he, he is. He is proud of it. But yeah, but that is exactly what he's known for. But he's more. He's getting more known for, and a lot of the teams are getting into this too. Um, we have 15 seconds, Paul. Okay, 3D printed prosthetic devices. Oh yeah. Hands, fingers, arms. Picture this: your high school robotics team. Hey, Paul, I got to go. I'll put, we'll put a link up there for you on Dean Kane. Thank, thank you for calling in about first. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Talk, All right, t- talk to you bye soon. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We have a couple lines open for you. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We had that nice discussion about first from Paul, who was a judge. Uh, for the uh, first robotics competition that's happening right now in Hartford, if you want to head on down, uh, check it out. We got links to most of the stuff that we already knew about, and uh, we think we found Paul's tw- uh, Twitch link that we're going to put up there. You can actually watch the competitions and what these kids are dis- are doing with these robots, which is pretty cool. Um, let's go on to your calls, and we're going to go to Bill in Southington next. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill, you there? Ah, no, I guess Bill. Probably thought he picked up the phone and dropped it by accident. Let's go on to Bob in Berlin. Hey, Bob, you there? Yes, hi. Hi, what's going on? Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, when I open uh, Google, I have a, a Dell. Uh, when I open uh, Google uh, now, it's it's a new, uh, uh, something new for me that I've seen happening. Uh, a, a new tab in the left-hand corner appears. It says new tab and this screen is maximized. The Google screen is maximized mm-hmm. and gone apparently is the minimize maximize and I cannot drag it to the left um, to uh, in other words when you put the arrow on uh, on the border I try to drag it to the left so that it might show uh, where I can uh, maximize because I can't bring the uh, up and down that ladder or arrow up and down mm-hmm. and that's in the right hand margin somewhere right so your whole screen is fully fully engulfed by your browser correct yes all right so up on your upper right hand corner of that window you should have an X on the far right a little box or in your case you might have a double box a little look like a Two pieces of paper, one one in front of the of the other, and then you'll have a dash. Well, that's normally you. I would see that, but uh, I that doesn't appear on the screen because it's probably hidden. Uh, over to the left, I have a. It says new tab, and it's like a, one of those Manila file folders with the X over there, mm-hmm. and that's what I've been using to get out of the Google. Um, Try hitting. It appears like there's something behind it, which uh, yep. I don't know how to get rid of okay. either. Try, try hitting F11 because it oh, seems yeah. like it's uh, maximized into full screen mode. So if you hit a left F11, it should uh, minimize it because you hit F11 to make it like full screen, and then you hit F11 again, and it'll make it smaller uh, if it's doing what I think it's doing. Okay. Did that work for you? It, it's a, it, it moved the screen, but it says now, well, F11 appeared, and then it said hit it again. But it brings me back to the, 
thing where the, it says new tab on the left, and then there's like a tab, like a manila folder with the X there. Mm -hmm. It didn't uh, didn't hold, but should I try that? I'll try well, again, you only if you hit it once, it'll put the screen in one way. You hit it a second time, it'll put it back to the way it was. So if you're hitting it twice, you're putting it right back to where you started. So hit so, F11 uh, once. I, I hit it once. And now you should be able to move not. the screen around. Now it should not be locked in the way it was before, where it was full screen. Now you should be able to adjust it. Well, uh, it's fully maximized the screen. Uh, yeah, but the edges should be clickable. Most likely, you, on top of what you've done with dragging it out to a full screen, you probably dragged the, the screen out physically as well to the full screen. Possibly, but it, there's no margin where I can grab. Uh, if you, I have the uh, arrow on. If you put your arrow, if you if you t hit the F11, <laughs> yeah. and you bring your uh, mouse cursor to the one of the edges, either the top or the side or whatever you want, you should see it change into the one with the double arrows, that going left and right or up and down. Because F11 will do exactly what Bob said, we promise you. So in either one of those, when you push F11 once, try that, move your cursor to the edge, and see if you can drag and move or uh, affect your your window. The upper edge. Yeah, the upper edge, the far left, right edge, whichever edge you like. If it doesn't change, if the cursor doesn't change, hit F11 again and try it that way. If it still doesn't work... Well, it's it's always worked to the left margin, but the right margin uh, is a totally, uh, you know, in other words... Oh, you can't see it. Right. So most likely you've have, you have an issue with your monitor and how it's depicting the screen onto itself. You might have messed with the uh, outer the edges, yeah, or the resolution or the outer edges of the screen. Um, okay. On your monitor itself, it's got a it's got a menu capability, uh, depending on the model of the monitor you have. So, and it's not controlled by the computer. So, you could have set outside borders or outside side edges outside your viewing capacity uh, somehow. Um, could be that trapezoidal. You could try have lowering your resolution. You can do that too. You can do that in your display settings within uh, your Windows operating system by right-clicking uh, anywhere on the screen that doesn't have something up to get your display properties. Or you can just type uh, display properties right there in the um, in the search bar. Okay. Uh, thank you for your trouble today. <laughs> did you? Did we help you, Bob? No, but I have a plumber <laughs> at the door. <laughs> You got a lot of troubles today, huh, Bob? Yeah. I'll try, you, I'll try you guys next week. Thank you for your program, though. Our pleasure. Good luck with the plumber. You have a great day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. I got a plumber. I can't help you. I can't continue with this this uh, support call. Paying him uh, by the hour. Yeah, I hear you. I got a leaky shower head myself. I don't want to call a plumber. I want to fix it myself. But you know, if I try to fix it myself, it's Teflon happen. tape. Teflon tape? Teflon tape. It's leaking around the, the thread? No. It's, I think it has to do with the, the knob itself when you turn it on and on. Oh. It's a whole different show. whole different show okay. we are not qualified to tackle. Plumbing, plumbing talk. Exactly. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> Let's go to Bill in Southington. He's back. Hey, Bill, we lost you. Yeah, you did. I went to move my phone and uh, leaned up against the, uh, the end call. Oh, boy. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. The issue I'm having is trying to update the Windows version 1709. I get it going as far as a... Uh, the setup window coming up and telling me my BIOS needs to be upgraded. Your BIOS does? Okay. Yes. Should I be going to American Megatrends and updating it from there? Yes. Because 
to the, the BIOS manufacturer. Yeah, okay. you, you, you'd want to do that from – make sure you get the right BIOS for your specific it, motherboard. But it wouldn't be American Megatrends. It would be the manufacturer of, of the your board. motherboard because there's only three or four BIOS manufacturers out there, and Most, they all okay. use – you know. Do you know that yours is American Megatrends, or are you just guessing? Uh, well, baseboard. Well, let me see. I'm looking here now. BIOS version is American Megatrends F.13 from 2015. Okay. Right, but you really want to get it from, let's say, if you have an ASUS motherboard, you want to use the uh, firmware, you know, the BIOS update for that board. For that board from okay. from the manufacturer uh, of the board. Manufacturer of the board is. Oh, it's HP. Oh, it's HP. So you want to get that from HP. Now, if okay. you, you could actually have a tool on your computer already that will do that for you. That's true. There could be an HP utility utility of some kind there that might do the update for you. Or you can go out on the web, on the HP website, put your make and model in. Right. And um, if, if there are any updates, like BIOS updates, then it will be there. You can get the latest one from them. Yeah. Okay. But with everything else that they update, why wouldn't they just do that automatically? Well, they it's, let you pick that because it's very oh, okay. um, it's very sensitive. If you power that thing off during a BIOS update, you're going to lobotomize your computer. Yeah, it'll become right. a brick, a paperweight. Yeah. So be very patient. It's going to seem like it's going longer than it should. It's going to seem like it's frozen. Don't have the temptation of rebooting. Let it finish, or you're going to lobotomize. So it's something I actually like to do just before I go to bed. <laughs> you can do that. Sure. Start it and walk away. And uh, right. don't touch it. Make sure you got if it's a, if it's a laptop, make sure it's plugged in. If it's a computer, make sure it's gonna you know have not be affected. Make sure there's no thunderstorm happening while you're doing an update on a bias. Yeah, when you're doing those updates. Well, maybe maybe some more snow tonight, but I don't think oh, stop. thunderstorms. Yeah, stop saying snow. <laughs> um, but yeah, you should do the update. That way, you can get your uh, your new uh, 1709 Windows 10 version. Okay. Because I was having an issue with those. 1703, I think it was, and it took like a month before it finally went through. So how old yeah. is your computer? Uh, I got it a couple years ago. Okay. It's, not, it's young. M mine had the exact same problem. I mean, this Windows 10 baloney is is ridiculous. The updates are horrible. They don't work. They, they force you to upgrade your bias. I mean, what what does Microsoft think they're doing here? You know? I don't know. They should have just stayed with, with uh, Vista. <laughs> no, Vista. <laughs> we're happy Vista's gone. Well, I prefer. I kind of like Vista. Well, no accounting for taste. I never, then, I never went to seven to seven or eight. I just my my actually my last laptop uh, uh, completely died, and uh, when I got the new one, it came with ten. So yeah, yeah I you jumped. Saw seven or eight. Yeah, you yeah, missed I seven. Jumped. Seven's lovely. Seven is it was a great operating system. So, uh, all right, Bill, try do the update. Be cautious about it. Do it through HP, and uh, then you should be able to do the seventeen oh nine update. All right, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Um, Bill from Southington. We're going to go to uh, Rick from Southington. It's a Southington morning. Hey, Rick, what's up? Uh, you were talking about Windows 7. I've got a um, a desktop that has Windows 7. It's uh, Windows 7 Home Premium um, with a, let's see. Do you need to know the processor and all that stuff? No, no. What's your issue? Um, what's going on is... Um, I only have like 1.5 megabytes of free space on my uh, C drive. Oh boy! And um, it's all taken up. Windows takes up. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What? Is, 
let me get to the. Well, you don't even have to. So you're down to one megabyte of space on your entire computer hard drive. How, how old is this machine, Rick? Um, yeah, old. It's very old. Okay. Do you know how large created, the hard drive? Created, uh, 2009. 2009. So it's going on 10 years old. How old? How large was the hard drive when it first started? Um, it's 92 uh, gig. 92 it's got, gigs. It's got 63.7 gigabytes of um, Windows. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Um, uh, is there any way to, to uh, weed out what you know, all these updates and just chewed up space? Yeah, you can run the um, – there's a disk cleanup you can run. We posted two of them last week, uh, WinDIR stat and uh, tree size free. But I'm talking about just having him run the Windows utility to do cleanup of temp files and stuff. He could run that. Well, he could run that too. So yeah. right through your hard hard drive uh, utilities there in control panel, they're going to they're have a disk cleanup. The only okay, issue... I have Go ahead. Uh, CCleaner. No, 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 no. CCleaner is okay. for malware. Okay. Uh, but uh, you want to go to your... Uh, we, we can put a, post a link for you, but it's uh, your hard drive has these uh, the utility. I'm trying to think of the name of it, Bob, do you, under Windows 7 to do the uh, disk cleanup. Is it easy to do you know what that is off the top of your head? Uh, not off the top of my head. You're gonna clear. You're gonna clear all sorts of caches. Uh, you're gonna clear all I sorts of. You see help? No, I'll find a link for you under Windows Seven. We'll post it for you. I can't. I don't know why I can't think of it. We're coming up against the break. The only the only problem is Rick is that you don't have enough space. So think of having all your furniture all jammed up into your kitchen. Yeah, well, I, and you want to thought about it like a um, a chalkboard. Okay. And the whole chalkboard's filled except for this little tiny square up in the top that I get to play with right now. Yeah, but a chalkboard you can erase. This is more like furniture, and you got to get to the refrigerator. Here you go, Bob. It's called disk cleanup. Hey, thank you. You go to uh, all programs, accessories, system tools, disk cleanup. Yeah. So you you want to run the disk cleanup, and I'm hoping there's enough headroom for disk cleanup to do its job um, and allow it to go ahead and delete some of the stuff that's in there. So it's going to do a quick check. If you run the disk cleanup, it's going to say, okay, Rick, I can get rid of all this stuff. Most of it's stuff you don't need, and then it'll have to decide. It'll decide for it automatically for you. You won't even oh, have to okay. be a geek. So that should help free up some space. But with 96 gigs of total hard drive space, I have more space on my phone. <laughs> that's how old your uh, hard drive is. That's how. That's what we're talking about. So you, this is not going to well, last that long. Yeah. Let me ask you. Um, could I get more um, RAM or not? RAM is different. RAM is memory for uh, that's operating oh, system RAM. This is hard you. drive space. It won't help you. You and okay. and I wouldn't spend a penny on an on an eight to nine year old computer. It's not worth it. Uh, it's better to I get love, it. I'll tell you, I love Windows Seven. Yeah, I know. I it's know. Easy to deal with. I know. See, Microsoft and Infinite Wisdom feels that Windows Ten is the best thing for you. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, I don't mind going to another one. Yeah, but they always change it all around. Well, like, I know. Before it used to be in the right hand corner. It's now I in know. the left hand corner. I know. You know, everything has to change. I know. So it looks new, but I'll tell you, um, it's not. I'm I'm 66. Yeah. I don't I don't like the uh, changing everything around. I hear you. Put it in the same spot and uh, add the new bells and whistles. You know what? You almost shouldn't use your your age as an issue because I'll tell you, even my kids, they wouldn't like it either, and they're young. So I don't think it has anything to do with age. It has everything to do with Microsoft. <laughs> Trying to uh, drive us crazy. All right, I gotta oh, let you. I gotta let I you go. I to make a comment on first. Yeah. My my son was involved in that in uh, high school. Yeah, in Southington. And now I'm in Southington. Yeah. Cyber nights are really good, but yeah. when you got a pool of uh, 3,300 kids. Uh, yeah. 
it's uh, that that's a big program. Yeah. He was in a little prep school, and there are only twenty of them in a whole um, robotics thing. And yeah. he did most of the uh, coding. Yep. Uh, went away to college for uh, computer uh, programming. Yeah. Well, actually, electronic and computer engineering. Nice. And got a um, that was at Lafayette and then uh, down in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. which I had never heard of, but it's a great school. Yep. And then uh, got a, a nice job out of um, out of that working for a um, Department of Defense contractor. Um, Great. Reviewing uh, here, I'm hearing my. I know the echo you're hearing. It's going to drive um, you bonkers. Yeah, he's uh, he's now writing computer programs for um, evaluating weapon systems for the army. Very cool. Really? Oh yeah. Awesome. Well, that's I, great. I know, he's got the, the greatest job going. All, all started from messing with robots in high school. Yeah. Awesome. That's it. All right, Rick, I got to let you go. Thank you. All right, talk to you soon. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. We have four lines wide open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, so on my way into the studio this morning, my wife calls me in a panic. I'm pumping gas, trying to get ready to get over here. And she calls me in a panic. And she says, my phone says I, I have three, three seconds or three minutes to choose. I've been infected. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, uh, everything's going to go bad. I, I need to do something right now. I've got to click here and, and I don't know what to do. This is my wife. I don't know if she's never listened to the program before or what. But uh, so... Of course, it's a scam. She was on Facebook on her phone, which, of course, is a whole other issue we can get to. But uh, she's on Facebook on her phone, and obviously one of the ads and whatever Zuckerberg allows through Facebook, uh, some sort of malvertising of some kind, popped up and told her to go ahead and click on this before she became infected. This is a scam, people. Anytime your computer does anything like that, whether it's in your, whether it's on their PC, your phone, and yes, Apple as well, guys, because they can get right to your browsers too. Um, do not fall for it. Now, she fell for it. She called me after she fell for it. <laughs> she loaded something called Boost. I have no idea what Boost is, but obviously, Boost is a scam, and obviously, we we removed Boost and then did it. Then did a uh, virus scan to make sure everything was okay. Um, but my point is, don't be scammed by this. She really was rattled by it. And you know, you're just sitting there enjoying a cup of coffee and looking at people's breakfast food or whatever they're showing you on Facebook, and you get something scaring you, like, "Oh, you're going to be infected in three seconds." Um, they're preying on your, I don't know, your guard being down. Always, always have your guard up. Do not, because the moment you click on this stuff, you're actually authorizing the program to install, and that's that's what it did. So don't let it happen to you. Don't be like my wife. <laughs> she even said as I was driving and she goes, am I going to be on the radio today? <laughs> I said, maybe. <laughs> so uh, we have a few minutes. I figured I'd bring this up to you guys because this is a common thing that happens to you know smart people all the time. And then that little boost program would have been in the background on her phone. And maybe Google or maybe Google wouldn't because she has a nice pixel too. Uh, maybe it would have detected it as a, a malicious app. Maybe it wouldn't have. Um, but thankfully she called me and then you know, gave me the full 
the full story. The other thing about folks, when you call IT people, tell them the whole story, everything. That way that we don't have to guess. I had to ask her if she loaded anything, <laughs> and she did. Uh, you know, it's okay. We're not going to judge you. Um, tell us what you did so that we can help you. Uh, that way, you know, when in our business, we find even with our customers, they won't tell us what they did exactly to get themselves into trouble. It was always this all of a sudden. If you hear the phrase all of a sudden, it's like the computer did it all by itself. I didn't do anything. Right. It, it happened by itself. All by itself. And being that we're computer geeks, we know computers t- generally don't do anything by themselves. They need people, things called users. And the all of a sudden generally is you guys. But um, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. Uh, Brenda, hang on and Ken, hang on. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Also, if you've ever had your kids go through FIRST, uh, the robotics programs in your high schools, and you want to talk about their experience and what they did with it, FIRST is happening right there in Hartford right now if you want to go check it out. So the, the robotics competition is going on right now. We'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.